Hey there, lady. You're tuned in to Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kelly. And you're tuned into Wine and Gine. Your favorite podcast. It should be by now. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is episode <laughs> five. We've had enough time with us. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> no, stay. No, you stay. You stay. Today we're talking about pubic hair grooming. And it's going to be awesome. At, at the start, it might not seem like that interesting of a topic. Oh, we've got some good things to cover. You just like, literally and figuratively cover and uncover. <laughs> no, it seems like it's yeah. like we all have pubic hair to deal with, and we all deal with it differently. Yes, I mean, very differently. It, I had no of, idea. A lot of us deal with it um, from an unknowing perspective. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. So we've got some ideas and tips and tricks, and we also have some suggestions on why you might just want to leave it alone. Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but before before we get into the good educational part of this show. So educational. <laughs> <laughs> we have a story to share. And this comes from what appears to be a children's board book <laughs> on the internet. And in fact, it is not for it children. It is not for children. <laughs> Although I think a lot of, I think it could potentially go over their heads if you. I could read it to my kids yes. and they would be like, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. I, read me that story again, mom. So this is called Brenda's Beaver Needs a Barber. <laughs> <laughs> which just that in and of itself like you're welcome yeah you're gonna yeah. relate to this if your beaver ever needed a barber <laughs> okay here it goes brenda has a beaver and she's ready to confess as soft and sweet as it may be her beaver is a mess brenda's beaver's big brenda's beaver's hairy Every guy who's seen it says that Brenda's beaver's scary. Brenda took her beaver for a swim at the lake. By the looks that she received, she figured that was a mistake. She stuffed that furry mound into a swimming suit. It stuck out all around. It was anything but cute. Some who saw it laughed. Others were just stunned. Brenda's beaver was hanging out. Soaking up the sun. Her friends could not believe her. They said, we need to talk. They covered up her beaver and they took her for a walk. Brenda, dear, listen here. We want to help you out. Your beaver needs a makeover. It really needs it now. And that is where our story (laughs) takes a pause. 
But the suspense is building of what happens to Brenda's beaver. And what we really want to do is share the rest of this story over in our Instagram stories later this week with the pictures. Because Brenda... It's so good. She has a pet beaver on a leash. <laughs> It's so good. She's walking it around the city trying to get it under control. <laughs> and we just need to share that with everybody. Really you need the visuals and uh, you definitely need to hear how it turns out for Brenda and her beaver. Yeah. She she figures some stuff out. She's got some friends. And um, we're your friends. We are. <laughs> so we're going to help you figure out your beaver. <laughs> um. So today we're talking about pubic hair. Kelly, where, for those of us that don't know where the pubic hair is, please if you don't take know us on where another anatomical is. journey. Yes, right? So um, when we did discuss um, anatomy, uh, we kind of talked about one of the first places that you see as you look down, which is the mons pubis. So um, that's like the pubic bone, the pubic mound that's right there, that most likely you are a person, you probably have some hair there. Yeah. Or had. You used to have hair there. <laughs> and you refused to <laughs> let it come you back. Will not come back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, okay. When was the first time that you let your bush grow out in all of its glory? Well, I mean, when it first started growing in, I didn't realize that anybody, that you did anything about it. Ah. Uh, so it was just there. Yeah. But it wasn't in all its glory yet. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say after I had my babies. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, nothing's <laughs> happening down there right now. And yeah. kind of being a little more hesitant about the whole area in general. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I don't know about you, but I had a smidge of a laceration with my first birth. Yeah. And I was not about to put investigate. In <laughs> yeah. Or put a sharp thing yes, nearby. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you really asked me to share a specific story. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's going to thank me. Which I'm I'm pretty liberal with my life experiences. This doesn't embarrass me. I think it's going to embarrass our listeners. Yeah, you kind of listen as like, oh. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's a story, and it's kind of recent, because <laughs> what has happened is I've had a... Um, I've had a metaphorical postpartum by going through midwifery school. And, yeah. <laughs> if there's anything that'll, like, kill your self-care and even just, like, the like the care at all in your the mind. The care about, of anything. Yeah, exactly. Go to midwifery yes, school. Yeah. You won't care about anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the habit of letting my pubic hair grow out, like, a lot. And nobody in particular is complaining and if yeah. they are, they're keeping it to themselves. <laughs> and I'm like, moving on. Yeah. So it was like probably like two months ago now, I was like, we got to clean this up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I, this is too much for me. I usually like to keep things like mostly nice. So I go to tackle it. And the first thing you need to do is trim it mm-hmm. so you can manage it with a razor later. And I go to trim it, and I have, you know, you've got, like, your leg up on something. Yeah. Very kind of like style. You're bending down to, like, get a look. You do not want to cut your labia. No. 
it's a very precise thing. Ooh, You're taking yeah. your time. Yeah. And so I start down by where my vaginal opening is because I don't know why that hair has to grow so long. I know. Isn't it annoying? It just should only grow long on the front. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't grow long on the bottom. It's, like a, it's kind of like a mullet, I suppose. Uh, anyway, so I go to I go to tackle that stuff first and I, you know, it's like, you ever watch someone cut hair? You got to get it in between your fingers, yes. pull it out, make it long, and then trim it. Yeah. So I'm pulling it out to get the length of it, and I realize while I'm trying to gather it up in my fingers that it has actually been inserted into my <laughs> vagina. I pulled my, welcome, everybody. I pulled my pubic hair out of my vagina. Like it had, and and when I told this story the first time to my friends, I was like, I don't know how it got in there. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a thing or two that might help some yeah, no, hair get in there. I figured it out. Yeah. And so it was just in there. I just decided it was just going to stay in there. So I pulled it out and trimmed it and I eventually cleaned myself all up. But I could not believe how much hair, how much hair and how long it was that it would actually retreat back into (laughs) my body. (laughs) So we're getting cold Uh, out here. Yeah. Um, So I'm sure that you guys have some horrific pubic hair stories and we want to hear them. And the best place for you to share that with us is in the Facebook community group. Such a good spot to like continue talking about anything from the podcast or anything else that you need to chat with other gyners about. Yeah. But especially the horrific things. Cause that please, it really helps us. Please. It helps me. Helps us all. I'd like to know society in general. Um, okay. So here's the purpose of the pubic hair, right? It protects us from friction and dirt. It helps disperse moisture. Mm -hmm. If you're lucky enough to have moisture down there. (laughs) Congratulations. It provides warmth (laughs) on a cold, windy night. That's when when Tiffany pulls all of her pubic hair out and just Uh wraps herself in it. I can get it up to my neck like a scarf. (laughs) Um, It's... um, it is sensitive to the touch because it's anchored to hair follicles, which are right by the nerves on your skin. So mm-hmm. brushing up against the hair is going to naturally stimulate, you know, your little skin tingles. Um, it disperses pheromones to attract the opposite sex. It definitely has a purpose. It's totally. Yeah, it's not like just there randomly. Important. Yeah. But we want to take it <laughs> off. <laughs> It has all this really great function, but everybody is all on board. I mean, not everybody, right? But, like, we've just kind of come to this place where nobody wants it anymore. No. Get it out of here. And if you're someone who doesn't remove your pubic hair, please be so confident in that decision. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, just as a little aside, we... um, Obviously, we see people's vaginas all the time when they're giving birth, especially. And I would say... Probably half and half. Half of our pregnant moms just give up and they just let it grow. Yeah. And I'm like, good for you because this is not something you should be messing with at this point. No, you can't see. It's it's a little too dangerous, I feel like. Yeah. Unless somebody else is in charge of it. Yeah. But then another half of our moms, they've got a lot of pride mm-hmm. in how their big vulvas are going to look. Yeah. And I can't blame them because I did the same thing. Oh, for sure. I stayed shaved right before birth because I was horrified with the idea of what people would see. Yeah. 
Which is just, I mean, that's like a whole other podcast in and of itself. Right? Yeah. Our thoughts about normal things How about How other our body, people you know, look at yeah. our genitals. Yeah. Anyway, my point in this little tangent is grow your pubic hair out if you feel like that's what you need to do. Oh, yeah. Nobody it's, cares. It's got all the good function and it's, yeah. Yeah. Good. Especially for birth. We don't care if you've got. Oh, no hair down there or not it does not make your vagina any more appealing if you don't have hair yeah at all uh-uh. and it's not going to shift the way your body performs no when you and nobody there. says like oh look at that big old hairy vagina <laughs> it's just nobody cares yeah people are paying attention to baby yeah opening of the vagina yeah what it does do is shaving down there kind of makes little micro cuts and can introduce infection during birth so there's one reason not to do it yeah you decide to do it we understand why oh for sure yeah anyway yeah destigmatizing that's part of the show yes um so people will take various parts of their pubic hair off that is true i mean i feel like uh the first time I realized that I, like, wanted to was when I went to the beach and was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't notice this when I was getting dressed inside. You know, I was like, okay, I don't really want that. You stuffed your beaver yeah. in a bathing suit. Yes, I did. And, it, and my friends should have been like, Kelly, yeah. let's go for a walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Needs a makeover. Makeover. But, I mean, I that was something that I noticed in my own body at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, too, like, a lot of people just like the smooth feeling. Yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just like a general preference for how it looks. Because it does, when you when you trim it and shave it, it does kind of clean it up and down there a little bit. Yeah, for sure. My vagina could use a little bit of help. Yeah, right? Like yeah. a little, you know, a little do. A little, a little love. Little. Yeah. It's like a hairdo. Right? Get your pubic hair in. Um, I know a lot of people, too, even though we just talked about how pubic hair, like the function of it is to actually help uh, keep things, you know, clean down there, like protect it. Um, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, pubic hair is like just unhygienic. Not true. Yeah. Yeah. True, true belief that people have untrue yes. physiologically. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually pubic hair keeps you more hygienic. Yeah. But, and you know what, that, like it does spread the pheromones. So there is definitely an opportunity there for holding odor. Yes. And if you're uncomfortable with normal vaginal healthy odor, because we all have a bit of, yes. like, your vagina should smell like something. If you don't like that, I can see why yeah, the pubic hair would be a problem. Let's, let's get rid of that. Yeah, totally. Um, and then we were talking, too, just about how, um, you know, that we want, in general, the quickest route to, like, the most sexual contact possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's eliminate all of the barriers possible yeah. um, so that it's potential. In our minds, more pleasurable. Yeah. Whether that's true or not. Is, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, like, so if you grow your pubic hair out, it can cover part of your clitoris, mm-hmm. which is not going to keep it from getting stimulated from the inside, but it could decrease the sensation somewhat from the outside, like from that could, yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. You could just move it over. Pull it out. Yeah. Bring <laughs> yeah. it out. Hair does, hair does not grow on the clitoris. No. It does not grow inside the folds of the labia. No. And I th- I think um, you might think that it does just because of the length, you know, yeah. on the outside. 
yeah, it comes right up to the edge, but it does not actually do that part. Yep. Okay, so um, let's talk about the ways that people remove hair. Because let's talk about it. I I assume most people shave. I would think so. I feel like that's the m- most um, financially uh, beneficial. Yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I definitely know people who are, like, very consistent in their, like, waxing appointments and who have done electrolysis and all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, But I would – and maybe I would love to hear if we're wrong. We should probably do a poll or something on our stories. I think we will Um, because I shave, you shave. Yeah. I think most people shave, but that's not true because I can actually think of a couple friends right now who do different things. Yeah. Yeah. And And I've definitely gone to, like, waxing appointments before. I am not somebody who can keep up with. The wax. Yeah. I mean, I can't keep up with anything. Yeah. I'm, my skin is really sensitive Mm. and I've had bad reactions to eyebrow waxing before. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, let's not do that to my vagina. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. But it does sound nice to decrease the, um, frequency. Yes. Potentially. Oh, it's great. Well, and just to make it a nice clean. Yeah. That's the sound it makes. Yeah, because if I want to keep my labia smooth, I have to shave it like every two or three days. Yeah. And my labia doesn't want to be shaved every two or three no. days. No, not at all. And before I go like on vacations where I know I'm going to be in a bathing suit or something for a while, I'm like, okay, that's that's worth it to me. Yeah. So I don't even have to think about it. Yeah. But it's few and far between. It is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so when I was looking up ways that people remove their pubic hair besides shaving... I learned that laser hair removal and electrolysis hair removal are two different things. I always thought they were kind of synonymous. So did I. Yeah. So for our listeners who don't know, laser uses a beam of light to disable the follicle. So the hair doesn't grow through the follicle. The follicle is like, eh. And electrolysis. Which is also the noise that it makes when you get it done. I think it does. Probably. Okay. Electrolysis destructs each hair follicle. Which sounds so aggressive. It really does. So do you want to just disable the follicle? That sounds kind of gentle. Or destruct. (laughs) You don't care. Yeah, no. It doesn't matter. You just want the hair to stop growing. Potentially permanently, right? Um, So that's obviously the most permanent, but it requires several treatments, and it's kind of pricey. Yeah. I see sometimes like Groupons and stuff for them. It's a little tempting. I always wonder. Yeah. I always, I always worry like about the long term idea of permanent stuff like that. Am I ever going to want my pubic hair? Maybe. Probably not. But yeah, but it's got function. So maybe one day you might decide. Yeah. Hey, those functions. I'd like to utilize those. For whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. No, we know the reasons. Who knows? Um, okay, and I haven't gotten waxed, but you have. And yes. there's a couple different ways to wax. Yes. Um, well, you know, there's different uh, styles, I suppose, <laughs> like little hairdos you can get. Um, and so I, I feel like the most popular, like, that I've heard about is the Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other types as well. So the Brazilian takes off the sides and the... And, like, what co- what covers the mom's pubis, yeah. right? And leaves, like, a little strip in the middle. Yeah. Okay. 
That's I'm pretty sure that's what the Brazilian wine says. Yeah. And then there's something called the Hollywood. Oh. Which you can imagine uh-huh. what that means. From every angle that you could possibly see anything um, in your external genitalia, yes. all that hair is gone. Yes. Um, which I, you know, just think is, I mean, it's just such an interesting job that people have. Yeah. I'm sure people think that about midwives too, but like, you know. Well, I just kind of had this thought. Butt crack uh, waxing is just a funny ah. thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Your pubic hair does not grow on the most sensitive parts of your vulva. Mm-hmm. But it does grow on the most sensitive parts of your anus. Oh, yeah. For sure. And taking all of that off is like, woo, that's, that's got to be something else. Okay. Yeah. Have you ever shaved your anus? Yes. Is that a normal thing? I stopped doing that. I don't I don't keep up with that. No. no it's a mistake. I feel like the nobody tells you about when it continue, when it grows in. Yeah, it's like day two. Oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible, and I feel like um, I don't know what your experience was, but I feel like you're just like I just need to stay home, just itch my butt. Yeah, <laughs> I can't go out in public today. There's just some things yeah. that are happening. I need to yeah. unravel a cotton ball. <laughs> So get in some yes. lotion yeah. and wedge it in between my butt cracks. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Don't shave your anus. Please. I can't recommend that. Um, and with waxing, also, there's something called sugaring. Oh, yeah. Which is like a hot sugar ball, basically, yeah. that like just, you know, it's, it's the same idea as waxing, is bringing the follicle, you know, bringing the hair um, out. But is a little more for most people more gentle. That might be so. what I would have to do if I decided to do yeah. it. Because you're not; it's not hot, right? Um, it's it is warm. It's like oh, it's, gonna it's be like warm. a wax. It's like it, but you're not. It's not doing the. Oh, okay. It's just kind of they're kind of like rolling the ball. Around. Oh, yeah. I'll have to YouTube that. Yeah, it's okay. interesting. I know many people who have made their own sugaring stuff at home and done it themselves. Is it with sugar? Actual sugar. Oh. Yeah. It's like a hot ball of sugar. Hot ball of sugar (laughs) on my vulva. Sign me up. That could be a sexual thing. (laughs) Okay. And then have you ever waxed yourself? No. Yeah. I can't. I know people who have. I can't uh, mentally do that to myself. Like, I, I, I couldn't get to the place where I would be like, yes, I can Rip it? Pull it, yeah. But would yeah. you let me do it for you? I don't know. Like, would you let someone else do it for you? you well, yeah, save, I mean, like, gone. You could save, like, 30 bucks, man. That's true. I don't know. I'd be kind of mean about it. I feel like he would. <laughs> I feel like he totally would. No, I'd let you. I'd let you. And it's just uh, at least to try. Okay. Maybe we'll do that on okay, another next podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so we talked about trimming a little bit, but there's also, like, the idea of shaping. So, everybody removes the hair with a razor differently. Yeah. So, those of us that shave, some of us just want to get the part that sticks out of your underwear and bathing suit. Some of us want to take it all off. Mm-hmm. Some just want the, um, the vulva part removed, because that feels, like, more cleanly, like, mm-hmm. where your discharge is coming out. It's not getting in the hair. But you don't have a problem with keeping the um, What's on the mom's pubic? Yeah, yeah, the pubic mound part. 
Um, the landing strip is like a mm-hmm. definite term. Yeah. I don't like the term, but it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It paints a picture. It does. Yeah. Um, and then some people like will do shapes. Yes. I did that when I was younger. <laughs> it just never turned out. <laughs> like what? It, what could that be? Yeah. Do you try to shade like a heart or something into it? Yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be a heart. Yeah. I mean, well, okay, so my hair is light. My complexion's yeah. light, so I don't have really dark hair. Mm-hmm. So anything I try to do just doesn't make a real great impression. Yeah. You're just kind of like, what's happening? It's like um, when guys have like a, a beard, but it's like f- they're flesh colored. Yeah. 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 It's just not the same. Yeah. 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 Or like when white guys put like a... Etching into the side of their heads. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're just kind of like, oh, yeah. I'm going to have I can't really tell what's yeah. happening there, but I can tell you're trying But really you did hard. a thing, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, what about the creams? This, to me, just seems so 1990s. It does. But it they're still me, on the market. It, and Nair, I remember yes. specifically using for my legs, uh-huh. you know, in the 90s at some point. Thinking like this is so great, and I would put it on my legs and just be like, ah! <laughs> it just hurt so bad. I cannot really imagine. Certainly not on my whole body. No, no. Okay, but I well, can't imagine. So you're not really supposed to put the hair removal creams on your vulva. Good. You're only supposed to use it like on your pubic mound area, according to the instruction. Yeah, which is I'm glad that that's a thing. And is there's it? one that's specific just for genitals. Okay. And not to be put on your genitals. So, it's a very fine line here. I'm sure there's plenty of people who buy I would love to hear if it is And put it on the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. There's plenty of people who don't read instructions or that it works for them. Right. And it doesn't hurt. I just think back on what it felt like on my legs and I'm like, "Mm, nope. Yeah. Not going back to that. Well, so it's actually a chemical that dissolves the keratin on the hair follicle. It's pretty crazy. So you can't leave it on too long or it'll start to <laughs> oh, injure gosh. your skin. Yeah. But you have to leave it on long enough to destroy the keratin in the hair. Destroy. Yeah, it's like um, getting like the perfect avocado. Where you're like, yeah. Five minutes ago, it wasn't ready to be cut. In five minutes, it's brown. Yeah. You better find that perfect spot. You're going to have to buy a lot of bottles. Yeah. Okay, I remember, I'm a teenager, I've got that stuff all over my legs, I'm sitting in the bathtub because there's no good place to do this, mm-hmm. I keep testing a patch and it's not really coming off, and I've got blonde hair, it should mm-hmm. not be difficult, right? Yeah. I probably spent 20 or 30 minutes doing this, Yeah. and I'm like, I could just shave my freaking legs by now. <laughs> I would be done and in bed. Ew. Yeah. 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 Anyway, if you do that, would you let us know? We'd love to hear. We need to know, like, how to actually, like, how people actually do it. Yeah. I'd love to hear. Okay. And then this one just gets me. This is plucking. Which I am certain nobody does. I know people who do it. I just, I think that that is, I just can't imagine that's true. Okay. So it's like waxing. Oh, gosh. But, But, like, when I pluck my eyebrows... I, I still feel, even though I've been plucking my eyebrows yeah. for years and years and years and years, I still feel when I take one, my eyes water a little bit. Yeah, but you keep doing it. It's yeah. worth it because the hair doesn't grow back. But the, but it's like there's a few on my 
face. Okay, I don't think people pluck their whole pubic hair off. I hope not. I think they pluck like the sides. Oh, and then it's like, oh, it just like, sounds so terrible. But think about in summertime. Instead of having to shave every two or three days, I don't know, when you take the hair out, you've got like a month. That was not worth it. I think it totally, <laughs> I think it could totally, I think it could totally Okay, work. so we were discussing this before we were recording, and um, we were saying like, oh, plucking is a thing, and I was like, no, it's definitely not, and Tim was like, no, I'm certain that it is, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm certain that it's not. Um, but she was like, no, it's no big deal. So. It's not. I am going to test Tiffany's theory. And I brought some no. tweezers. Because <laughs> I want to just see if how, like, not a big deal it is for you to pluck. How not a big deal it is for me to pluck one of your pubic no, hairs? No, no, one of your own. <laughs> I brought them for you to use. You want me to pluck my own pubic hair? Yeah. <laughs> Or I can, I'll happily pluck it for you if you'd like. But yeah, I'll do, I will do it to prove to you it's not a big deal. Okay. Okay, where's your tweezers at? Right over here. <laughs> oh my gosh. You planned the hit. Yeah, I did, man. Because right. honestly, I would love it if somebody said to us that, hey, I pluck. Oh, I pluck and it's totally great. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to show you it's not a big deal. Oh, guys. Okay, guys. So. Okay, now this is, this is not on my vulva. This is, like, right under my. Okay, so where you think somebody normally would uh, Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> it's going to be on the side. Okay. <laughs> that was not a big deal. Oh, it actually wasn't. <laughs> Dang it. That, like, blew up in my face. Okay, you should try it on yourself. It's seriously not a big deal. I have a hard time believing. It was not if a big deal. If this is a big deal, I'm <laughs> going to be very upset with you. Make we, sure. we have to crouch down under our video because not everybody knows this, but we video record our podcasts too. Oh, it's not a big deal. <laughs> We learned something today. Okay, this is what I think. Huh. I might that start, wasn't that big a deal. I, start, I might start plucking my pubic hair from now too. on. Interesting. Like, just on the sides, at least. I'm Honestly, think about it in the summertime. You don't have to go spend 30 or 40 bucks on a wax or however much it costs. Yeah. You do it yourself, and you don't have to do it every two or three days when you're in a bathing suit every week. True. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually very intrigued. Now. Oh. This went from a there's zero percent chance of this ever happening because it sounds horrific. Yeah, I learned something new. We'll have to see what it feels like down closer to the yeah true uh, area that's a little bit more sensitive. True. All right. Well, that was fun. Who <laughs> that one? Yeah, right. uh, do you have any other tricks up your sleeve? <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Uh, no real, no real <laughs> tricks up my sleeve. Um, I was thinking about though. Uh, you know, I'm sure we all have our own like stories about things. But I remember when my pubic hair was first growing in and not really like understanding it that much. And um, my pubic hair is like a little more like not brittle, but just like you know, 
Horse? Horse. Okay. Yes. Um, Pubic can, hair is just it's coarser than yeah. the other hair on your body. Um, but I think I assumed it was supposed to be like my hair on my head. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder why not. So every time I would take a shower, <laughs> I would put conditioner <laughs> on my pubic hair and like keep it on there for like the two minutes and just like, hey, and wash off. And I'm like, dang, I did not do really like anything. Oh. And it wasn't for a while that I realized like, oh, this is just how the hair is going to be. That's pretty funny. I know. I like it's that. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I, um, I tried to dye my hair, my pubic hair a couple times. Oh, that's. I was going to say ballsy. That's yeah. not the word. No, it's, it's vulva-y. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, um, I don't really remember how it turned out. There's nothing else to say about that. <laughs> I can't really remember. That's good that it was uh, not memorable. It's not uh, terrible. Um, so in doing all of these things, taking your hair out, shaving, waxing, anything else, there are some potential things that can um, like go wrong yep. slash you know, side effects of doing True. Besides burning your labia off with creams. Or cutting it with, that's always, Uh, that's why I don't use scissors. I'm like, I just imagine. What do you use, like hair trimmers? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I use, I just use scissors. I mean, you're brave. Yeah. You're a brave woman. Yeah. Um, But things like ingrown hairs. Right. I feel like that's probably like the number one thing. Yeah. Most likely, or maybe raise a burn or something. Yeah, but. well, sometimes they kind of almost seem like the same thing. Yeah, true, true. Um, but or those bumps, bumps yeah. red bumps. Mm-hmm. That does not feel good. Did you ever buy one of those products that's supposed to like decrease the bumps? No, I did once. It didn't really actually work that well, and I had to look it up to figure out what is it that makes it do that. And I think it just like cleanses the area for you. Hmm. It's because ingrown hairs is the hair growing up out of the follicle, and then because it's curly, it grows back down into yeah. the skin surface, and that aggravates it a little bit, but it makes a, like, a little clogged pore. Right. So maybe something about um, that product keeps the pores clear or open or something? I don't know. Exfoliates it a bit? Yeah. Yeah. Do you exfoliate before you shave? Uh, not every time, no. No. Every so often, I will. Like, if I haven't done it in a while, I, I will. hear that recommended. Yeah. I never do that. I mean, it makes sense. I don't want to put an abrasive anything down there. Yeah. I mean, you could use, like, uh, sugar and honey or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we'll just whip that up real quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. There you go. Okay, what are some other issues that people will encounter with hair removal? Um, well, like we were talking about razor burn, um... And then just, like, bumps, cuts, rashes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple times where I was just like, oh, man, I, like, did one too many passes with a razor on that one. Yeah. Like, does not feel good. Um, do you ever use, like, a lubrication when you shave? Um, it it kind of depends on, like, how much time I have slash yeah. what my skin is doing. And, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I will. Not all the time, though. Yeah. I don't feel like I necessarily need it all the time. Supposedly, you're not supposed to use soap. No. Oh, that's what I do. Oh, okay. No! (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe I think my skin's more sensitive than it actually is. Do you know the reason that people say don't use soap? No, I just, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, it makes it slippery, so the razor slides on top of it. But maybe... I would assume maybe it it clogs something. Yeah. Maybe it's bad for the 
pores. I don't know. Yeah. I don't what do you so, use? Shaving cream? I'll use shaving cream. Oh, okay. Do you shave your legs and with shaving s- cream? And sometimes I'll use, like, hair conditioner. Oh, yeah. Just to, like, have something. Yeah. Depending on what's in there. Yeah. Um, for my legs, no. Yeah. As long as I have a fresh, like, like a fresh-ish razor, I'm yeah. fine with that. I don't use anything on my legs either. I tend to be very low-maintenance. Yeah. We have time for that. Razor burn, fine. <laughs> yeah. As long as we get it in and get yes, it out. Right. Um, okay, cool. So a couple of tips that we have if you do have an injury. <laughs> <laughs> Hair removal injury yes. is um, ice cubes or yeah. something that gets recommended pretty often. Oh, that would and, be pretty nice. Um, moisturizing when you're done. Yes. Yeah. For Coconut sure. Oil. Coconut oil. Coconut oil is a jam. <laughs> it does everything. It does everything. Um, and you're also most sensitive right after your period. So wait about a week or so um, after in particular. I mean, even shaving, but especially like waxing and stuff like that. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. So when you sense. finish your period, you should wait a week before you remove the hair because something about the hormones... Yeah, everything's just sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. Cool. And, I mean, certainly I'm sure there's people who do it. Yeah. And it don't have a problem. Yeah. But that's a general recommendation if you do encounter a lot of bumps or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I learned a lot from I this I did, episode. too. I wasn't sure. I mean, we were just like, let's just talk about pubic hair. Everybody has it. I'm sure. And I... I think it might be a little, I don't know if I want to go say as far as life changing. It's changed my life. But it's going to, you know. I'm going to go clean off my tweezers. You should clean your <laughs> yeah, tweezers too. Should, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we just want to remind you that we have got a section in the show notes for products that are going to help mm-hmm. you achieve some of the things that we've been talking about tonight. It's some of our favorite things that we use and that our friends use and that some of you have already recommended mm-hmm. to us with hair removal. And it's, I think now we need to add a pair of tweezers. We're going to get the best pubic tweezers on the market and link it Just in the show notes. Just for you. Just for you. It's in the try it out section of the show notes. You guys can find all of that there. Like always, you can find us on social media, and mm-hmm. every Wednesday, what do we do? What do we do in our Facebook group, the Wine Gun Community? Uh, we do a Facebook Live, and it goes off of, in general, topics that we talk about in the podcast. So Monday, the podcast comes out. Wednesday evening, we do um, a Facebook Live about, you know more in-depth about certain topics and we get to actually answer your questions live and interact with you guys, which like we just love. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you're in the group and if you're not, go search for it right now. All right. That's it for tonight, Gainers. We will see you next time. Have fun plucking your pubic hair. <laughs> Bye. The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money, promotes awareness, and supports the mother friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at WholeMotherCo.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. 
What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts! Thank you.